And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 6, Episode 5 of Gossip Guys. Halfway there, man. Halfway to the end. That's it. So close. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Monstrous ball. It was a pretty monstrous ball. It was a little much. It was a little much, you know. Uh, This is based off the 2001 classic, Monsters Ball. I guess it's a... Is it a classic automatically if it wins an Oscar? No, I don't think so. I didn't feel the enthusiasm when I said it, so... (laughs) That was a half-hearted classic? Yeah. This is the Halle Berry, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, well, here, I actually never saw it, but... I saw it once a while ago when it came out. It was good. Yeah, well, Halle Berry won an Oscar. That's amazing. I don't remember it that well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her career hasn't soared since then, um, unfortunately. But maybe Cloud Atlas 2, <laughs> the sequel. It'll happen. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. Never saw it. Um, but we, we, we're, we're half-hearted about this uh, right now because we are full-hearted about our guest today. We have a, a very special surprise this week. Aaron, Aaron's just giggling here. Uh, I'm like we, a giddy schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dorota herself. We have Zuzana Zadkowski on the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Upper East Side. Well, thank you. It's been a while, so I'm glad to glad to, to get back into the whole. Are all the memories and the feels and the the scariness of the Upper East Side coming back? Yeah, actually, they are. When I, I heard your intro there, and that's like um, that little, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, the little sound quality of that it really brings me back. <laughs> yeah, it's chills on the back of your neck. The yeah. finest song, sound yeah. quality too. Is that Bart behind me? Yes. Yeah. Oh God, if Bart's here. Uh, yeah, have you have you burned your maid outfit or do you have it like hung up on a, on a wall? It should be in the Smithsonian is where it should be. It should be. Well, you know what? I, I actually do have my headband. Like, you know, I have the little headband. Ooh, oh, there. yeah. They gave that to me as a gift at the uh, after we wrapped. So I actually have it in like a little shadow box. Like, it's kind of lame. But I have it on my bookshelf. That's great. That's awesome. That's amazing. I wonder if does uh, does Leighton have the same thing of, of like forty seven headbands? <laughs> no, you know I feel like everybody took one little thing from the set. I don't. I'm not sure what she ended up taking, but it was something from Blair's bedroom. I'm sure because of like, mm-hmm. we're, actually, when I was watching the episode that you guys were talking about today, I I was remembering all of the like pillows and the furniture. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember that that pillow and that tray. I used to have, actually. That's the other thing I have is I have a silver tray. That's the tray that I used in the very first episode that I was in. It's like a super nice silver tray that was so heavy, and I always had to have like the heaviest <laughs> tea set on there, you know. And I was <laughs> that was like ninety percent of my job as Dorota, so they <laughs> keep that tray too. Was that the same tray that you had to do like all the time, or just that first episode? You know, it was definitely in the first episode, and then it kind of got recycled a lot after that. There was actually an even bigger tray that they often saddled me with because sometimes I would come out with like a whole tea set in the and you know full of hot tea (laughs) we don't shoot it like a million times and I had you know oh I was it was exhausting to be Dorota I was gonna say it sounds like a workout but I was gonna ask you did you ever drop the tray my guess no you're a pro (laughs) yeah no I never dropped anything I had um the hardest thing I ever had to carry was I don't know if you guys remember there was a time on the show when Blair had a bulldog Yeah, mm-hmm. for like yeah. a couple episodes. And that thing was, it was a puppy, but like, I don't think that they imagined in their heads that like a bulldog puppy was like a 70 pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, wow. it was a little, but it was so heavy. And it was probably really like 40 pounds or something, even though it was a baby. And I had to, a scene where I had to like carry it around for like the whole episode. And it was so, it was like, super heavy and super squirmy and that was like the one time that I held something on the show where I was like this is above and beyond <laughs> yeah no that, that's crazy uh, well I mean you, you kind of talked about the first episode and, and every guest that we, we have on the show we always ask what brought them to the Upper East Side what, what is their Gossip Girl origin story and I imagine yours is probably more fascinating than most like how how did Dorota come to be how did you come to be Dorota uh, well, so I'm, I'm Polish, like I was born in Poland when I came here when I was three, so my family, like my parents have accents and everybody is super Polish, so like I had just, I went to graduate school as for acting and then I was auditioning for stuff and 
I had just booked a part on The Sopranos. I was in the final season of The Sopranos, and I was the Polish housekeeper in the final season of The Sopranos. I didn't have, uh, you know, I had like, like two lines, and I was only in a couple episodes. But I had, you know, Polish housekeeper on my resume. And so then the Gossip Girl audition came up, and they, my agent said, oh, there's this, it's another Polish housekeeper they want to see you for because that's, like, your thing now. And But, but they wanted somebody old like they wanted somebody i think in the in the audition breakdown they were looking for somebody 65 or older oh wow and so i went in for the role and i just because i was like you know already experienced polish maid and they (laughs) so i went in and i just like kind of went nuts in the audition and they picked me because i just acted like really ridiculous (laughs) and so they they gave me the role, but I didn't know it was going to be a big deal. I knew the show was going to be popular because the the books were so popular, you know, before they mm-hmm. made the show. And so, but I, it was like a possible recurring role and I didn't have any lines in the, in the first episode that I was in. So in the audition, I didn't have any lines. I just had to like make stuff up and they were like, pretend to be serving teenage girls. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, and, so I didn't really care that much because I wasn't sure, you know, I didn't think it would be a good part. So I, I was kind of like, oh, yay. And then when I got on set, I kind of realized the dynamic um, that kind of was built into the structure, you know, because uh, the very first time I'm on camera, Blair is talking to me and you can't see my face until the end. And you, so you would think because she's sharing her kind of heart secrets that she would be talking to her mother and then it pans right. up and you see that it's her housekeeper and so I, I kind of realized right away that there was like a great you know relationship potential mm-hmm. there and so I was hoping they would have me back and then they did and so over time I just got a little bit more to say here and there and a little bit of funny stuff to do and I was always kind of hamming it up and just having fun playing the part and so I feel like they started cutting to some of my sillier reactions and stuff you know more often and organically over time it just got to be a little bigger of a part and then I think actually Gossip Girl is a really unique show and that it was the first one of its era and you know because people were so it was so buzzy online and people were writing fan fiction and so active and I feel like the writers were able to uh, gauge the audience's reaction to the plot line and kind of write to it you know for the first time in history they were like just reading social media and right thing, mm-hmm. you know and, yes. and so they knew that the fans were super into chuck and blair and you know and then because i was a as dorota i was like you know team blair and also always like a proponent of that relationship and always scheming and stuff so i feel like because of that the fans started to like my character and then they wrote a little bit more for me so i got really lucky the way that it you know turned out because by the end I was had a lot of really fun scenes to do and like had got had my wedding and had two babies on the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was funny to see what was coming next you know yeah I mean I I mean Dorota like is the fan favorite is is she you're the best character she's the best character I wanted Dorota to be Gossip Girl I I agree too and I really thought I was gonna be because like the they didn't know who it was or I, I mean I feel like they you know they didn't it's like similar to other shows where there's a big mystery to be revealed, like Lost or whatever. I didn't watch that, but you know <laughs> that they're so that they're. I don't know that they were writing to the end from the beginning, you know. So they had to kind of come up with like who was Gossip Girl, and so when we shot the very last episode, like even the last few, we were getting scripts that were like totally redacted. They were all like oh. literally get pages of scenes that were just all blacked out because they didn't want any leaks and they didn't want. And so nobody on set knew, you know what the reveal was because they were really trying to protect it and so there was like up until the last episode I was really hopeful that maybe I was Gossip Girl and then and then we found out it was Dan and that was you know crushing a bummer yeah yeah, well but the cool thing that to me was like one of the coolest things that ever happened to me on that show was that in the very final episode when we find out it's Dan that that um the mayor Bloomberg at the time like, there's a montage, and he comes out of the elevator, and he says, oh, I thought it was Dorota. <laughs> it's like a little noticed part of the finale episode, but it was, like, my most important scene ever. I was like, I love that. That's Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about it almost with every guest on the show, and every episode, we're like, yeah, Dorota makes way more sense as Gossip Girl, and would have been way cooler. 
Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you, that was one of my first questions was when you found out it was Dan, like, was it filming that, that finale a little bit before or how did that reveal come to you? Yeah, I think it was the scene that uh, there's a scene where everybody's sitting around in the living room and just reacting to the Dan news. And that was the first time when we shot that scene that I knew it was Dan and I, I didn't have much of a reaction per se, but I feel like one of the things about, you know, any, anybody it's going to be is not going to hold up entirely with, in terms of like retroactive logic, but, but Dorota can never really be gossip girl. Cause I think like, I feel like one of the reasons that I like that character so much is that she was so purely like a character of love and light for Blair. Like, and the fact that gossip girl was often mean to Blair and like horrible to Blair. I feel like that, it could never have really been Dorota because I feel like she was the one truly pure heart, you know, that you had going. So I like that answer. And I think that's true. And, and I, we also say that, yeah, Dorota is like the only person who's not horrible on the, the show. The compass of the show. Yeah. You, you. <laughs> yeah like, I don't think I ever did anything like mean that wasn't just, you know, Blair's bidding. <laughs> right. Yeah. You did. You followed orders. Yeah. <laughs> Dorota followed a lot of orders. Followed orders. <laughs> uh, Definitely. Did you have any, like, so, I mean, did you have any predictions of who Gossip Girl was? No, I mean, I, I kind of thought it might be me, and then I figured, I don't know, I kind of, I can't really remember, honestly, because at the end, like, even watching the episode that um, from season six, uh, you know, kind of as a reminder before I talked to you guys, right? I was forgetting so many of those plot lines because it became very complicated, kind of, <laughs> like, politically with the, you know, all this sort of, Test Will Testament's Ivy and all those like I kind of forgot you know I feel like it really got super complex toward the end so I can't remember what I yeah one might say too complex (laughs) it was a little much towards the end (laughs) yeah this one (laughs) yeah it's pretty nuts like that episode the Monsters Ball one it's like um you know that it's a real smorgasbord I feel like that's like every character that was ever like uh, you know, a weird kind of fill-in that came on is all in that one episode, you know, with the Georgina and yeah. Ivy and, I mean, what's her name, the daughter? Um, oh, Sage. You know. Sage, Sage. yeah, Sage. And uh, then we had, we had Victoria like in there. And Blair's minion, Jessica. Jessica, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, I love Jessica. See, I love the minions. Those are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> who's, your, who's your favorite minion? Well, actually, Amanda Sutton, who played Penelope, mm-hmm. is, yeah. like, one yeah. of my very close friends that, like, I would say out of Gossip Girl, personally, for me, like, I have two relationships that are really important to me that came out of it. One is with Leighton, because she and I work together so much, and I'm, you know, uh, I think she's a lovely person. And then also Amanda became one of my best friends, and we ended up doing a play together later. Oh. And so, you know, she was, like, one of the OG minions. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then... And then, um, yeah, Alice, who plays Jessica, is also a friend of mine, and she's actually one of my neighbors here in, in Brooklyn, and she's, uh, I see her once in a while, and she's a super funny actress, and I think that, I just like their, their little dynamic they had going. And then uh, Yin, who was Nellie Yuki, she was really fun, too. I haven't seen her in a while. Cause she was our favorite minion. She Nellie was our favorite yeah, minion. Yeah, like her the best. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, before we go any further, you just said that you're living in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> That's some big news. That's some big uh, so I wanted to ask you, <laughs> your, your Upper East Side or Brooklyn right now, once and for all, what, what's your choice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm Brooklyn all the way. And I feel <laughs> yes. Like in, in Gossip Girl, you know, um, toward the end, um, I'm forgetting his name, Wallace Shawn's character. Cyrus, yes. Blair's stepdad. Cyrus. He, I'm like, I'm like getting real old over here. Um, he, he bought uh, Dorota and Vanya an apartment in Queens. And I was, I remember being like, I wish it had been like, you know, Polish Brooklyn. But, <laughs> so I'm disappointed by that. But the, no, in Brooklyn all the way. And it's funny because the Upper East Side, I feel like is such a different universe. Like as a person who lives in New York for many years, I'm like, I always think when I go up there, it's just Gossip Girl land to me. <laughs> yeah. Association, and it's just so real. It really is. Like, it's, you know, when we used to shoot on the on location up there, um, you know, those girls would come out of their private school, like, you know, the, the sort of equivalent to 
the school, you know, in our story, and they would come and, like, watch us on set, and it was so weird because they were, I mean, it was all very authentic in that regard. Yeah, I was just in New York, and I was too afraid to go to the Upper East Side. I've learned, <laughs> I've, I've learned from the show not to go there, all right? I don't belong. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get out if you yeah, go there. Yeah, you'll feel... <laughs> They'll just feel dirty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or they'll make me feel dirty yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, and I mean, yeah. now they're on the subject of New York. I mean, looking at your filmography and all the shows, like almost like a majority, New York is a big identity in them. I mean, not just Gossip Girl. Uh, Girls, although the episodes you were in were set in Iowa, which is Aaron's favorite place. <laughs> um, but that's a very New York show. Really? <laughs> Uh, the Sopranos, even though I mean, we got some Jersey, Jersey in but there, it's, but it's, also, it's, it's yeah, East Coast, the same York, tapestry, yeah. and then we yeah. got Search Party, which was very Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and even uh, Elementary, yeah. right? That's that's set in New York. I, oh, and the Nick, yeah, like, like it just uh, so yeah, the Nick, which is like 1900 New York, yeah, that was like cool because it was old New York. Yeah, well, I was gonna ask, I guess. I mean, it's, I feel like everyone's like, what brings, like, what's so great about New York? That's a, an obvious question, but what, you were keeps, just there. what, <laughs> what brings us back to New York in movies and TV? Why is it so much New York? Why do you love it so much? Why, why is this, uh, your home in, in acting and also in life? Well, honestly, I, I'm, I'm kind of a big fan of LA, but I feel like as an actor, you kind of live where your work is. And I've always, I started out here and I do a lot of theater too. So it's oh, okay. always a choice for me. Um, but I kind of, like, I'm one, not one of those New Yorkers who, like, poo-poos the L.A. experience. I think it's, like, really lovely. But the, I think New York is, I mean, it has so much personality because everything is so smushed together. And so we have that, I feel like that kind of um, vertical living it allows for, like, a lot of storytelling. I mean, the idea that, in, you know, even in my apartment building I'm sitting in right now, that they are are so many lives, like, above, below, beside me, you know, because I live in a high-rise building, so it's like that, I think that part of New York is just fascinating, like, it has its own kind of heartbeat because of that. Great answer. Um, well, hey, do you want to, do you want to talk about this episode a little bit? I mean, we, I have, like, I could ask you more questions forever, maybe I'll intersperse those throughout this. Throw some out, yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, let's talk about Monstrous Ball, are you, are you ready to... (laughs) Go back yeah, to yeah. are we we're coming out again? Our God. third debutante ball. These kids, man, they don't call it coming out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. <laughs> um, uh, is it? It's sad if you go to two debutante balls. What? What's the word if you go to three? Trifecta. No, I mean that's no, well, that's, no, the, no. that's a word for three. <laughs> I mean, just like I don't know, but that. The- the fact that everybody was at the cotillion or whatever in this episode, that was what I thought was so funny. Like the idea that all of the characters we know just like ha- that's where they spent their evening. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And they're all, what, they're like Why 20. was Georgina there? <laughs> Who invited her? Georgina doesn't. And how do you let go of your phone like that? Come on, Georgina. <laughs> Come on. That's a, yeah. Georgina just, oh. You let a 16 year old just go after you like that? You're better than that, Georgina. <laughs> Yeah, who lets Georgina oh, yeah. into anywhere? Let alone like your apartment. Like Blair let her in, by the way. Dorota, that's that, that's Dorota's job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we need Vanya at the door the there. Was, I was just gonna say the cotillion was super weird because the um, I don't know the. I feel like it's funny when we because we know these characters so well, and I love when they kind of throw them into a larger society, and then you have kind of an ocean of like girls are kind of all like all these background actors who you know are playing these other coming out debutantes and it just seems funny that because like i feel like when you watch gossip you start to kind of think that there are only 20 people on the upper east side you know <laughs> yeah. and then well, <laughs> so i always think those like public events are super weird yeah everyone else yeah. is collateral damage it's just the 20 yeah. no, no one else matters <laughs> yeah also did you guys think it was that um sage's like Disguise cover up was like super obvious and weird. Yes. She had that like, like, purple cape thing on that I was like, this obviously is like a tear away, you know. It, yeah, like, it was it was rough. Uh, and, we knew and, something was going to happen. Right. And 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 my question oh, yeah. is, does that blame go on Blair? There is that is that like, or is that Sage's outfit on top of it? Or I think it just might have been Sage's. Breakaway coat that she had. Breakaway for, coat. So it, was, dress, it wasn't a Waldorf. For cotillion schemes. It wasn't a Waldorf designed. I don't think so. 
Uh, well, Susanna, something she had in her closet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Susanna, I want your unvarnished opinion. How is Blair's dress in this episode? The 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 provocateur dress. Oh boy, I was surprised. I didn't remember what it looked like, and then when it came out, I was very. <laughs> I actually like gasped because I was like, "What is the deal with that dress?" Like, I don't know. I was expecting some kind of like little bikini top or something. And it had a, it, certainly it wasn't particularly provocative. It kind of, it was kind weird. of, it was kind of like a, a bikini toga, I guess. I don't know. It just, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't great. It was, they call it toga chic. Toga chic. Yeah. <laughs> That's your line. If you yeah. want, if you want to wear. That's a new Waldorf design, toga chic. That's I mean, it line. just, she was wearing sheets. It looked like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't blame Eleanor for yes. uh, coming down, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I I was shocked by how unshocking it was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and it just I, it wasn't very fashionable or sexy no, either. It wasn't. I didn't. It looked like it just a leftover sheet from like Halloween ghost costume. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was super little. But it's probably because Dorota's not getting good. enough input in in the uh, in the design. Also because. <laughs> Blair hasn't gone to design school. <laughs> None of these kids have graduated college yet. She's worn a lot of clothes. That's her. That's her resume. Yes. She's rich. She knows clothes. I love. There's that scene bef- that comes before when they're um, when Jessica is getting fitted, and I love the fact that Blair is like standing there with like this piece, this like random piece of lace <laughs> that she's like trying to like that. I guess she's standing there ready to like pin the lace to Jessica, but. That was kind of funny. I actually kind of like the old-fashioned one at the very beginning of the episode that they were ripping apart. At least it was something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But I guess Dan... Dan... Yeah, no. You believe Dan. That's a, that's another mistake. <laughs> I think we're all too trusting of each other on the Upper East Side right now. Well, we're like all trusting, but at the same time not trusting enough, if that makes sense. Or trusting the wrong people or the wrong things about people. I don't know. Something like that. I just feel like last week, you know, Serena left her purse with Georgina. They're letting Georgina in anywhere now. They have amnesia. It's like they don't remember last week. Are they not watching it previously? <laughs> they skip it on Netflix. <laughs> That's the problem, Aaron. You got to watch the previously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what, what are our thoughts on Dan right now? Uh, this is really skeevy, pervy flirty Chuck Dan, right? This is, that's what he is right now. Yeah, I actually found him kind of, like, to be attractive in this episode. <laughs> kind of, like, I feel like his, you know, undercover kind of scheming nature, like, brought out the hot side of Dan. So, so you're, you're a fan of Dark Dan? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. I <laughs> when, and, I mean, you're Team Brooklyn, you just said, so... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, I'm like learning something new about myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, because he, I mean, he was going. We kind of rested the Dan and Blair for a while, and now he, he's back. Like he, he's not giving up, and he goes all in, and you know, to be her date. And uh, well, I think we we just got to talk about the sex tape. I don't like. What? Well, I what? You're acting like you didn't know it was there either. <laughs> from the very very beginning of season one right uh no 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 it was from it was from last season yeah it was last, season the, five the finale yeah yeah season... oh, okay. oh i got confused i thought it was that first it was the same Did place the... the same places where nate and uh yeah. nate and serena had sex with each other oh gotcha gotcha i forgot about that okay thanks for that yeah 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 <laughs> No, no, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. So like Serena was essentially, it was, she did exactly what Blair said, by yeah, the way. She you did just exact- wanted to prove that yes. I could steal oh. anyone. Uh, I was just going to say there's something about like the, I always feel uncomfortable when around the, um, Blair, Serena, like breakup makeup scenes. You know what I mean? Like there's that one that's like kind of touching in this episode and then it like, you know, doesn't work out because of the tape. Yeah. But I always feel like that, um, and I think that's like a remnant of like my like being invested in like Blair's well being as Dorota, you know what I mean? Like when I watch it as an audience member, I think I'm like, oh, I just hate when they have their conflicts, you know. Like, <laughs> I just want them to... <laughs> like I sometimes I feel like I really do slip back into um 
Dorota had, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, you had to be in those scenes. Like, they had so many friend breakup scenes and friend makeup scenes, like, more than even Chuck and Blair did. Uh, Like, there's, like, four every episode. (laughs) Um, But I think... I think I'm team I'm team Blair on this yeah, argument for sure. Yeah, she was definitely right. I mean, Blair was oh, screwing yeah. screwing with Serena's engagement, but like honestly, that should be considered a favor. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, oh yeah, Stephen. Oh, uh, poor poor Stephen. Uh, my favorite moment of this episode. There's a lot of great moments in this bad episode, but the best one is when Serena is freaking out. That like the ring's been taken back and she's trying to find Steven and she walks into a room and she just sees a white balding guy and yells, Steven? And then a guy turns around <laughs> and it's not Steven at all. Like you don't even know. <laughs> just another ball. Yeah. Like. Oh, it's just so sad That's to me. <laughs> that is a really great part, you're right. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's some there's some barbs thrown in this uh this yes. episode with Lily and Ooh, Serena, and, uh, but like I guess let's just let's finish the Steve the Steven Serena once and for all because I think he hopefully are we done with Sage and I, Serena? I can think you so, yeah? Can you tell me that? I think we are. I hope we are. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Zuzana, I haven't seen the next five episodes, so I, I'm I'm going in each oh, episode. No, I'm so oh no, no, <laughs> I, I knew I knew about Dan. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, that's yeah. but like yeah, that's. Um, but so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there's no, there's no more hoping we're done with Sage. As I recall, I think we're done with Steven, but Sage, well, cause Georgina gives that little, like, maybe if you want a job, Sage, you you can come back. (laughs) The Georgina card. (laughs) I mean, if Georgina and her army was just a TV show, that'd be scary, but it'd be a good show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least it would be good for this show. Like just to have Georgina and her army to take down people, which we haven't really seen her go full out since season one, right? No, I feel like she's... I don't know what she's doing, really. Because she's kind of she's kind of with Dan. For what is she wait? She's waiting for something for Dan, but for what? Well, because she's is she- married still. And, she, I mean, yes, she's attracted to Dan. Like, because she admitted to getting turned on by his sex tape and wanting to have sex with him multiple times this season. I understand what Dan is getting out of you know, releasing these stories. Well, I think she's what doing the same she thing. Getting? She wants to break them, too. But are they really breaking anybody? Doesn't seem like no. it. Like, so for Dan, it's really just his career. He's getting his writing out. But what is it really doing for Georgina other than she has nothing else to do? I think it's, she likes to micromanage people. So she's getting, she has a project. She found the weakest link? She, well, he's not the weakest link. Rufus. Oh, well, that's, he's not even part of the little <laughs> chain anymore. <laughs> Oh man, that imaginary gallery that <laughs> they have. <laughs> gallery, it's a gallery with its leaky floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, floor. Ivy is just playing. What? Okay, tell us. Tell us about Ivy from from your perspective. Like, what? Do you, what is she doing right now? Do we know? Oh boy, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Ivy is so weirdly, obviously conniving, and I I forgot when I saw it. I was shocked again by the relationship with Rufus like there's something about that just feels so gross uh, I don't know like yeah yeah gross gross and like yeah I I also that the way that she um misled Bart in that scene when that like when she was caught in the apartment was pretty funny that was like one of my favorite scenes of the thing when she was pretending to be the housekeeper's daughter yeah I was pretty. It was pretty sad of Bart. It was like Come one of Bart's on Bart, weakest you know? scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Bart always knows yeah, what's up. Sniffs the glass. It's like chalk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Bart. Takes a whiff. I, I did. I did like the Chuck coaching her part. Like, all right, do these things. Yeah. Do this. Do that. Now drink it. Yeah, I would never leave a drop. Yeah, like, yeah never leave a drop. That was a good part. <laughs> um. I actually have a question for you. Is there any character on the show that you wish you had more scenes with? Because obviously you had a lot with Blair. Uh, yeah, I I feel like I never really had many scenes with Nate. Mm-hmm. And he's so fun. Like, Chase Crawford is always such a sweet guy and stuff. And I always felt like um, the couple times that we did have this scene together, it was always like simpatico you know what I mean yeah like, yeah Dorota and Nate were doing something kind of overlapping and so I feel like I, I could have had more Nate 
and throughout his life. I think we could all get a little bit more Nate, right? Everyone right. just gets along with Nate. Yeah. And they take advantage of him. That's the, that's the dynamic. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Although he's gone from, like, that switch to, like, oh, it's so easy to cook the books. Like, he, like he did it for the first time last oh, week, yeah. and now he's just like, yeah. it's easy, man. Do it. <laughs> Check the personals. He's like a hardened criminal now. White collar. Yeah, yeah. He, he's seen white collar now. He grows up. Yeah. Grows up. I like growing up means he's become a criminal. Yeah. That's, what, that's on the Upper East Side, yes. You've become your father. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have a choice. Mm-mm. Yeah. We, they told you that in the first episode. Yeah. That was it. That's true. You're out. Uh, so, which chapter of Dan's would you be the most excited to read? This is for both of you. Ooh. Uh, Blair, definitely. I, I think so, right? Because that's the one he's in yeah, love with we're right wait, now. Yeah, we're waiting for that. What's yeah. he holding on for? We all know. Yeah, that's the big one. I mean, is he, he's just afraid because it's, it's going to show that he can reveal his feelings, but everyone knows his feelings. But I think he hasn't made a full-on choice yet, as we saw from the final scene. Oh, you, think, you think he hasn't written it because he still has Serena feelings? Yes. I didn't get that vibe. I, I think it was more like Blair is his... Right now, Blair is the object of his desire or whatever, who, the one for him. And I think she, he's, she is also his harshest, harshest critic. And he's afraid of what she will think of the writing or, and everything. Not even just like the, like I, whether or not she wants to be with him or not. I feel like it's just, I don't know. It's not a dynamic that you should have. Here's <laughs> the thing. The book was about Blair. Right. Okay. And if this one's about Blair again, then Serena's out for sure. So yes, it is. It's, it, he, he hasn't made a full on choice. And he knows if he makes that choice... There, she, one of them is going to make the choice. He knows Blair's going to go with Chuck, so he's going to lose the other one. It's very complicated, and it's all in the writing. <laughs> you got to read it. You got to read it. <laughs> you don't order three pieces of pie unless you like the girl. I was just going to bring up the pie. <laughs> okay. All right. That says a lot. All right. Three, pi- <laughs> three pieces. <laughs> that means she can't choose, Aaron. All right. <laughs> yeah. Steven, yeah. Dan, and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> It, oh man That's exactly what it is man. No because he can't choose No one yeah, can choose That's what the joke was too Is that she has to have everything That's true yeah. She has everything Yeah She's Serena But she certainly doesn't eat all that pie No Such a waste no, of food No way I wanted that banana cream I also like how in that yeah, like how in that scene, too, they just had all the, like, remnants of their food just on the table, like nobody was busting it, so we could see, like, all they've eaten. Like they actually ate. Right, so, yeah, exactly. I, I prefer that to seeing the food not touched, and, and like, which is every episode of this show. That, that hurts me. Uh, but they had it in this one where Steven has one bite of Serena's pancakes, and then he's like, I'm out. That's maybe the most insulting thing I can think of. First of all, because that was a lot of pancake. That was, I mean, those were huge those pancakes. Those were huge pancakes. <laughs> those are flapjacks, yeah. man. <laughs> those, those are Uncle Buck pancakes. Those are big pancakes. <laughs> those are birthday pancakes. <laughs> but like, if you made if you made a significant other food for breakfast and they didn't, they had one bite on the way out the door. Like, Yes, but after 110 episodes, we know no one's eating all. Just make one pancake that big. You don't need a three stack. <laughs> Steven's new. We don't know how much he eats. That's the problem. <laughs> no, the problem is they'll never know each other. That's the problem. As long as they're still new, they're never going to know each other. They had a summer together. My favorite part was when Serena... Well, I keep saying this. <laughs> Serena said that they had a, a... This was her first honest adult relationship. But literally, for the summer that they were together, she had a different name. She was... <sighs> Lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh man. Well, who? All right, Susanna. Who? Who should Serena be with? It, okay. Is it A. Dan? Is it B. Nate? Is it C. Someone we haven't met outside of the Upper East Side? Um. I think. So. Or D. Blair. <laughs> I feel like Dan. I mean, I feel like that... Um, you can't go outside the circle in the, for the, like, soulmate. They've all got to be in there somewhere for each other, right? 
Well, for the show, like yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like that 20 person Upper East Side is where it comes from. So I feel like it's Dan, and Dan is, uh, I don't know, I think that it's cute. I feel like she's more, like, giggly and stuff with Dan in a way that's, like, good. She's the most giggly with engagement rings, though. Oh my god, when oh, yeah. she saw that ring. Oh, she did like a dance and everything. Yeah. yeah, that was so not Serena. That yeah, that was really weird. That was that was my least favorite part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. what it said about her as a, a woman and as a character is like, oh when I saw that ring, I was just I had butterflies and I was just like, Oh, you're talking to the wrong woman with Lily for marriage advice. <laughs> yeah, six. <laughs> six. Okay, so Serena. And you say that Dan, like, Dan and them, like, is Dan the same Dan, though? Like, from, I mean, because season one, Dan and Serena, I'm with you. But is this Dan, is this Dan who Serena needs? I don't know. I mean, I feel like you go, I think kind of the idea of being with people through their high school years and then into their adulthood, kind of where we leave them off, you know, is like, they you know, change and grow and whatever, but they're kind of essential natures. I think we're there from the get-go, so I feel like they go through all these different iterations, and then in the end, they, um, I feel like we've known them all along, kind of, you know. They, they circle the wagon. They circle back. All back to you. All back. Yeah. yeah. All right. In terms of heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, do you, what, do you, what were your favorite moments of this episode? Um, let me think. I liked, uh... Or least favorite. I, actually, you know, I, I always like when they have their, like, Upper East Side street life scenes, you know? So I like, I just like the idea of, like, Chuck running into Lily on, on the Upper East Side, like, you know, doing her shopping or whatever. Yeah, the... And the, um... <laughs> Ivy's yeah, I right there. Go outdoors. I don't know why. And so I, um... There's only one street in the Upper East Side, also, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, and you know what that I, you know a scene I really liked that I thought was kind of crazy was the scene with um, Serena and Lily when they were sitting on the couch having that you know heart to heart or whatever like they had the you know the fact that they had, had both been with that guy and then they were like, yeah ew you know, having sort of a sweet moment and then you know calling each other out at the same time like I kind of got a kick out of that scene especially because it took such a turnaround then because she so easily was dissuaded of being cool about the, you know, engagement, and then that next scene between them was so, like, old hat, you know, mom-daughter relationship, so... Classic Serena Lily. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta... Yeah, I mean, I think Lily and Blair, like... Or, sorry, Lily and Serena... No, no, I had it right the first time. Lily and Blair diagnosed Serena like perfectly in the this episode. Do you wanna you wanna say the the line? What was uh, what was uh? It was like the bat signal. Oh, Serena is Serena's enthusiasm is the bat signal for bad ideas. <laughs> Greatest line of the show. <laughs> Summed up the show, yeah, really. <laughs> well, and I also love the life rafts one. You don't have relationships; you have life rafts. Yeah. And that 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 summed it up too. Like that is like Serena's always drowning, just like in the shallows. It all comes full circle. <laughs> 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 uh, but. I guess I guess Dan wasn't a life raft, and I think that's true. In season one, I didn't he didn't feel like a life raft to me. Everyone else after that has felt like she was just kind of paddling, keeping her head above water, and whoever was the next person she saw that had a nice smile or that was nice to her. Or a father figure. Or a father figure, right. That's actually the main thing. <laughs> yeah. A father figure. Yeah, that was another great line. Like I'm or that was last week. We're like, I probably am responsible for your uh, your daddy issue. That's literally what Lily says. Yeah, yeah. I think probably yeah, a little bit, definitely. <laughs> well, and the dad, William's not. He's not innocent either. No. Oh no. Her family's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> how how is uh, Dorota and Vanya's family right now? Where do you see? you guys in the future or like if, if we're picking up the show right now in 2018 what are you guys doing right now well I think um, so I'd have like my kids would be like going to middle school or something <laughs> no, but, but I feel like the every time I've ever been asked that I, I think 
there's no question that Rhoda would stay in Blair's employ until, like, her last breath, you know? So I feel like, actually, you... I think part of you would have stasis, I think. I think Bonnie would still be the doorman. Rhoda would still be, you know, working uh, at the Waldorfs. And now there would just be some kids that they would have, uh, you know, that Blair would, like, buy cars for or something. <laughs> would your kids be the new minions? I don't think so. I think my kids would be, like, totally in a different world. And then once in a while would come around for, like, a holiday dinner and it would be super awkward. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good, to, it's good to keep them away. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Blair would much like Dorota to, you know, mother somebody else. And I feel like... <laughs> yeah, she only... The babies were so little that they're so cute. But I feel like Blair would have no patience for Dorota's, uh, you know, at-home woes with teenagers or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I just... Well, I guess eventually Blair would have a kid, right? And then yeah. that kid would then be under Dorota's care. That's true. So you'd be... kids. You'd be mother I for stay four. In the Waldorf family employee. Yeah. That's true. Well, hopefully yeah. you get a raise at least. I mean, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I always wonder what the, the, the salary was going there. Me too. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like it's hard work. It's twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah, on oh, call. Yeah. Poor Vanya and those children. <laughs> I know, right? One, there was one scene I shot once. I don't remember what season it was, but it was like somebody came in the middle of the night and I had to answer the door and I had like um, like a fuzzy robe and like rabbit slippers on and stuff but they actually made a headband out of like robe fuzzy like you know robe fabric and they, so I still had my Dorota headband and then they ended up taking it off right before we shot because they were like that's just too ridiculous oh I wish but, they kept it in yeah it was kind of funny but the um, yeah I don't know that uh the future of, of Dorota, I think, is just, she's just like, her heart is in that Waldorf penthouse, you know? Fair enough. So is Dan's. So, yeah, Dan's, well, and his clothes. Like, he's living, well, I guess he's he's been kicked out now, I think. Yeah. Maybe, is that why he's at the dining restaurant? He needs a new bed? Like, he's, that's what he's he was looking doing. for a life raft. That's, he's, he's the he's one there. looking. I think Georgina was his life raft for a little bit, and that's bit. scary. That's a turbulent life raft. That's, that's, that's like literally life of pie. She's the tiger. She's Richard Parker, man. <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, who uh, Who is your favorite character on the show outside of Dorota? Um, well, I feel like Dorota loves Blair and I love Leighton, but I think my favorite kind of character that they created was actually, uh, uh, I mean, I really liked Eleanor and Cyrus together. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so such yeah, a funny. Like they were so well matched physically. They're both brilliant actors. I mean, they like have incredible careers and experience. Have done all this theater. Super smart. You know, prolific New York actors. And then they, I thought they were so cute and funny as a couple, and like had such funny, silly stuff to do. And that was like my fave. Like just watching their little relationship. It was so cute. Like they had a wedding. Their wedding. Was great. Yeah. It was like the sweetest thing I think ever happened on this show. Yeah, both. I mean, your uh, Dorota's wedding and and their wedding. Yeah, definitely the the highlights. And then they, I, they're just the most genuine couple. I think. Like even Pete. Yeah, they were sweet. Yeah, because it wasn't crazy, like steamy. Oh my god, it was no, real. Just, yeah, it was and, real. And they, but they they still had passion, obviously. But it wasn't like we have to have sex at every moment of every day. We and don't know. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what he meant. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> yeah, he's so cute. Fair enough. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, do we have any more thoughts on this? I mean, uh, this episode, I mean, I had a couple other things where, I, I mean, I was more just, I was disappointed in Blair this week again because, I mean, she says she has no options for modeling, but she literally owns a, a fashion company. Like, come on. Like, she has to have a minion to yeah. be modeling. Like, it's like they forget what they're yeah. doing. You don't have boyfriends, you have life rafts. That was the Serena. Is Lily's, she doesn't have husbands, she has bank accounts? Ooh. Is that, that? because I was like, what's yeah. what's her, yeah. her thesis? Well, you just got the bone there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ouch. All right. Yeah. Let's, oh, the other thing I was like, was Blair was complaining about the kids these days and how they're, they're more dastardly than they are. They're like four years older than Sage. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a different generation. No. no. And they're not the same. Yeah, that was funny. And they're not any different. Like, they would do all this stuff. 
Yeah, no, I'm with Sage. No one wants a stepmother only four years older than you. <laughs> I am Team Sage. Like, there's no... She is blameless in all this. Of yeah. course she is going to act out. Yeah. And thankfully, Stephen was like, I'm a father. I can't have someone who has schemes. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, that was very weirdly, like, mature and real, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, real- reality came we in. We have to start moving forward. We've got five episodes left. We have to. Yeah. Are we going to start to grow yeah. up? Anna? Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, the five We're going to grow up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've taken a while to grow up yeah. here. One scene for each next episode. <laughs> One more. Yeah. Uh, and I think, well, and, and speaking of growing up, Nate and Sage, Nate stocks off saying, you're too high school for me. Finally. Because he realized he oh, was yeah. like 20 something at a cotillion again. Yes. <laughs> that's the saddest thing in this yeah. episode. It's not that he's a criminal. It's that <laughs> I'm at a cotillion again. No. And I mean, literally, if you're too high school for me, she's in high school. So yes, that is too high school. <laughs> yeah. There's no like other version of that. <laughs> uh. See, we're growing. Yeah, no, that's that's too high school. No, but there were some good burns in the episode. That was one of them. Mm-hmm. There was some. And, yeah, Lily had one. Gossip Girl oh, had. Know, it was a great line. I don't remember the exact line, but a great like moment burn moment was when uh, Chuck confronted Lily and Bart at the cotillion, and then uh, they have their little standoff, and then Lily walks away first, and then Bart said that thing about like. Per- being married, you know, that he's like got her wrapped around his finger and they had that, you know, he was just that like nasty bark came out. Yeah, that bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want Lily yeah. to get the, the blinders off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a, a Gossip Girl herself had a really good burn. It was, it was more of like just a really dark. She was like, we're all born naked and alone. And if like Serena's not too careful, oh, yeah. she's going to die naked and alone. I was just like, holy wow. crap. <laughs> That's, that was pretty extreme. Yeah. That's that's right. That's why she's ordering three pies yeah. and not eating them. Um, but yeah, I think. Oh, I would be remiss not to mention my favorite character gets mentioned off screen. Bex, Bex is back. Oh man, I forgot. That was, I I, I squealed. I squealed. Jill Flint, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's too big. Well, Royal Pains is probably over, but they. Oh man, Bex would have been way better for Rufus than for Ivy. The imaginary gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably imaginary Bex. Like there's no <laughs> yeah, one on that a, other end of the phone. It's call. imaginary Ivy too. That's that's what Rufus doesn't realize. Rufus is just in a in a, a padded room right now. Yeah, he's been broken. <laughs> oh man, poor Rufus. Uh, well, I think. <laughs> oh, um, well, there is there is there there was one more unfortunate thing. <laughs> Uh, it was when they compared Chuck and Blair to Zeus and Hera, and I think we should talk about that a little bit. Uh, too much? Is that too much? I I don't know. I think it was... Enough about the gods. <laughs> uh, well, just that the, their relationship... Who said that? Um, well, because Blair was, was comparing them to Zeus and Hera as a good thing, and then Dan pointed out that Zeus tricks Hera into loving him and or, and then raping her. Uh, and I know that's oh, not... That's right. That's not what Chuck necessarily does to Blair, but the, their their relationship has had some ups sticky, and downs. Ups and yes, that's the the polite way to put yeah. it. So that one that one uh, felt felt off to me. Um, and and I was going to ask you, uh, Zuzana, if like and, and and feel free if this if you don't want to answer this question, we can cut this out. But. In, in light of, you know, the Me Too movement and the, the accusations against Ed Westwick, I was wondering how that colors your perception on the show or if you view it differently or remember it differently. I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say about that because I don't know the story. I, don't, I mean, I don't... I heard something about some accusations, but I don't even know what they are. Okay. So, but I, I mean, working on the show, I... You know, I was a little bit older than all those guys, you know. I mean, not a lot. Not as much as they try to make Dorota seem like. Right. <laughs> I've always been like, people, when they meet me, they think I'm so much, uh, you know, they're always like, God, oh, they made you look so old on the show. And I'm like, yeah, let's just stand next to Layton, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, I was, like, a little bit older than all those guys, but I always found them to, you know, they were very welcoming and kind of, because they had their little family group, you know, and I, I liked each one of them a lot, and so... You know, I I have nothing but great fond memories of of all of those guys, and you know, uh, Ed was uh, really 
um, fun sometimes when I would have scenes with him. He and I have are the two actors on the set who are not speaking in our normal accents. Oh, right. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. You know, that would be funny because, like, the couple times we had scenes together, I would we'd just be standing on the side, like, getting into our accent head, you know? <laughs> That's um, like, I always was that admiring of his work because of he, you know, he had, a, he had a very good work ethic in, the, in terms of that character he created that was so specific and so unlike him. And actually, you mentioned you mentioned. Well, thanks for answering, and, and uh, I appreciate it. And but you mentioned the accent and, and your accent work. Obviously, you said you were born in Poland and you're, you grew up with a super Polish family. But what is like what is getting into the accent head? Like, what's that process for you? Well, I think it's funny because I it, it's that accent for me is you know very familiar, and I've actually worked in in my career. I've worked more with an accent than without one because like once you kind of become a Eastern European mm-hmm. person, then they're, you know, they're always throwing me in the Ukrainian roles and <laughs> Russian and all that stuff. Um, but I, so it, it's pretty natural. And I think in a show like Gossip Girl, like I kind of had a role that was a, you know, I had a comedic um, presence often in those scenes, you know, kind of a lighter comedic thing, even when there was high drama happening. And so I would kind of lean into making the funnier accent choices than the, you know, I wasn't as concerned about being super authentic. I just wanted to kind of have fun with it. Um, so sometimes I would think about it, you know, I wouldn't just go on automatic. I would kind of think about how I would structure my, my approach to the language. And there were a few times when I actually had scenes where I got to kind of go off in Polish and that was super fun because they kind of let me do the translation and then I was very committed to making that super good because I really wanted the Polish audience to like be proud of me I guess because like the show does air in Poland and so I wanted them to be like oh she's a Polish gal you know so I was always (laughs) very excited about those moments that's awesome um well I think do you want to play a little uh, Never Have I Ever Are are you ready Sure. Let's, uh, yeah. Secrets come out on the Upper East Side. Secrets come out, exactly. Uh, so yeah, essentially, uh, we have a card here, and it's just it just like never have I ever, and we'll just talk about if we if those things have happened to us or not, essentially. Uh, you'll, we, can, we can start off, yeah. and you can jump in from there. All right, here we go. All right. Never have I ever screamed at someone in public. Oh, I totally scream at people all the time. <laughs> it's New York, you have like, to. It's crazy because I feel like I'm such a sweet person in general. I like to be caring and loving to my friends and people around me. But I have this thing, I guess, from living in New York for so long where I get like street rage. <laughs> so, like, I, because I have a dog and she's like super fine dog. But when people in New York, I feel like there's this culture of like telling people how to be all the time. So, there's a lot of old people walking around Brooklyn who have lots of opinions about do this with your dog and, you know, keep your face out of your iPhone or whatever. And I hate when, like, that's my big pet peeve is, like, people telling me, you know, unsolicited advice, basically. So I've had a good amount of, like, New York street shouting, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my big Achilles heel. You're the Polish De Niro. That's, that's... <laughs> 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 um... I, I'm trying to think if I've screamed at people in public. I've you ever just went off at one of your friends and then oh, like I've definitely some, friends. Yeah. Actually, probably in a bar, I've gotten <laughs> tipsy rowdy, and, yeah, and rowdy, rowdy and yeah. yell. Yeah, and I've definitely. I don't think I've ever like really yelled at someone on the phone, like customer service, like when it's just like horrible, like those experiences. But I've definitely gotten angry on the yeah. phone. But like screaming, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I have, but I I don't know. You are you have you. Probably yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, if I'm with my friend, they're just taking too long in the in and out line, and like I'm gonna yell, "Let's go, let's just yeah, let's it's gonna get loud." <laughs> let's go. Wait, didn't you say that story that you did just yell? I've in the done middle? that. Yeah, yeah, you yelled in the middle of an in and out. Yeah, you told that story before. I, I, yeah, yeah. Everybody screams everywhere. <laughs> I we should probably scream less, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, if a football stadium counts, all the time. Okay. Yeah. If that's when you need to let it out. I mean, it's yeah. cheering, you know. Yeah. Not no, Normally not jeering. You scream when the subway goes by and someone hears you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure they hear. Um, all right, next one. Uh, never have I ever been jealous of another girl's clothes. <laughs> um, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
no, I totally do that too. I guess I'm a really flawed person, but um, I think everyone does that. You know, I have a friend who her name's Rachel Glickman. She's a wonderful gal, and she's um, one of my best friends here in New York. She's uh, from LA originally, and she has the best fashion sense and like the awesomest clothes. And in fact. I just now am putting it together that she kind of is like a Serena dresser, you know what I mean? Like she oh. basically has a similar wardrobe. And um, so I'm every time I see her, I'm always like, oh, why can't I be smart and get a beautiful skirt like that? You know, I always feel like a schlub around her. So, And I certainly had it on set because like I was always in that little outfit, which, you know, a couple times they dressed me up like for a wedding or something. And it was so fun to get dolled up on, you know, on the show where everybody was so dolled up. But I did learn from working with, um, with, you know, with, with Leighton and Blake when they were dressed in those fabulous outfits that I became more and more grateful for having my schlumpy Dorota outfit because like after four or five hours, sometimes outside with the cold, you know, and they had those crazy shoes and those dresses and like, they would be like bleeding from like the straps, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, it's good sometimes to be a old sad sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure I've been jealous of a guy's clothing yeah. to swip, swap the gender. Um, I mean, I, I definitely have, but I, it's also not just watching Gossip Girl. Just watching yeah. Gossip Girl, yeah. Well, I, yeah, suits. I definitely because it's not I that like I can't Dan's suit this this episode with the the, the bow tie. Yeah, I think yeah, it worked. He, he looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I, like yeah. things that I can't afford. That then I'll be like, oh, but like if yeah. someone just like got an awesome shirt, I'm not. I'm gonna be more like complimentary and proud, and then and then like, oh fuck, I need that. <laughs> uh, I, I like always point it out with my girlfriend that when I'm out, I'm like. That shirt, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and like, or, or she's like, "No, no not that like, shirt. no, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's more no. It's, it's 50 50 okay. you know, yeah, yeah. And and I'm, I always make the joke: should I go ask him where he got it? And she's always terrified. <laughs> I could scream at him. Yeah. Where did you get the shirt? Yeah. yeah, that's your screaming. Yeah, that's my screaming. <laughs> Never have I ever run for student government. Uh, no. I feel like you know. No. No. Too shy. I was too. Sh- yeah, I yeah. should have probably. Did you? I, I don't. I don't think I did. I can't. I have like a vague memory of maybe I did in like when I was in sixth grade or something, but that might have been just somebody else. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Not in a serious capacity. Oh, uh, so mm-hmm. would you have been if you were? Would you have been treasurer, secretary, vice president, president? I think those are the four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Vice president is the best because, like, you get the glory, but you don't have to do much. That's yeah. That you you get you get a title. Yeah, yeah. you get to be driven around, which is not nice. treasurer. Yeah, treasurer. Treasurer's the one who actually does the work yeah. in, out of those four. The president probably just makes speeches. I can't do math. And this, actually, the secretary probably does a lot, um, and then they just take notes. That's I've had that job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and honestly, I, you would wouldn't be caught dead doing no, it. I don't I, think so. I don't think they would allow me. I, I, I can't think <laughs> they of They can't give me that much power. Yeah, I can't think of something you would, like, be less into slash, yeah. like, yeah. It'd just be pizza parties every week. All the budget? The student budget would go out? <laughs> pizza parties every week. That would be your speech, like, yeah. pizza parties every week, and then everyone would vote for yeah. you. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Classic politics. <laughs> Never have I ever had a guy or a girl over when my parents weren't home. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I had. A, I never had like a date over. I think because like my. I don't remember ever doing stuff like that at my house, but I did have in high school. I had a a snow day happened, and all my friends came over and drank my dad's booze from his from his liquor cabinet. We were probably like freshmen or something, but we did that thing where you drink like a little bit out of each bottle. You know, so nice. Just, <laughs> don't notice. And then my dad came home, and the thing is, he came in and he was kind of amused because he's like old Polish guy, right? But he was like, "Who was drinking my booze?" And I was like, "What? Nobody." And then he said, and the reason he knew is that he had put like little teeny threads on the top of the bottles, that, so that he would know if they were dislodged. <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> so he like totally caught me, and he thought it was like the funniest thing ever. And so it's funny because it's like that's like a so opposite high school experience from like these gossip girl people That's with so these funny. like going in these clubs and bars and whatever like we had to do like drink peach schnapps like one centimeter at a time <laughs> yeah like have an ounce yeah. between five people <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i definitely did but it was uh in yeah in high school or something but never anything tawdry happened in high school i was i was 
to Meek. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah, I felt, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even just friends, like, people came over like, all the time. Home or not home, you know, it didn't really matter if my parents, like... Oh, oh. You, it just didn't matter. Yeah. Like, mm. It was an open family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could... The schnapps were always open. The schnapps was always open. <laughs> <laughs> it was just pouring. It's yeah. on tap at the Davidian yeah, yeah, household. Yeah, yeah, It, uh... It kept replacing, so it was fine. <laughs> Nobody ever noticed. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, any more? Uh, gotta, gotta have a juicy one? Never have I ever made out with a college guy or girl. I'm assuming this is when you're in high school? Yeah, yeah. Or younger? <laughs> yeah. This is from, like, a Gossip Girl board game? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I did I guess because I I made out with a guy that was probably one of the first guys I ever like really made out with, and we there was a short period of time where my one of my girlfriends and I were hanging out with like these guys who were in the community college I think and and because I grew up in Fort Wayne Indiana, and oh. so they had like lived in this like apartment complex together as roommates but they went to community college, so I remember being like really stepping out and being super cool because I like made out with a college guy. <laughs> That's a big move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely didn't. <laughs> I, I No college guy or girl for me in high yeah. school. Not in high school. There's no college. Only in only, only college. college. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess... Oh, no. Like, the summer before college doesn't count, right? Because I went to an orientation at college. Yeah, no, So that's already... Count. You're pretty yeah. much already college yeah. at that point. Um, but, yeah, it was like a... It was a, an awakening in college. Like, it was just like, oh, wait. We're making out immediately here. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, welcome to college, Andy. Yeah, welcome. It was a very well, orientation. It was a, that was, it was a welcoming. Welcome to. <laughs> it was a good welcoming. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, it, it haunted me <laughs> to this day, huh? It still does. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, no. gotta let it go, man. Don't gotta, let go. gotta let it go. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. We're good. Um, it only jokingly haunts me now. <laughs> um, what, is that is that the card? I think Do that's we, it. We yeah, swept the card. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. Well. uh... Susanna, I think, I think we've reached the end of the line here, but I would love to give you the floor to, uh, you know, promote anything that you're working on right now or social media. And also if you had a message for the, the people on the Upper East Side listening to this podcast. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Oh, I know. Sorry. Just some life <laughs> advice. That's all. Yeah, if, you could, if you could help us. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm happy that Gossip Girl lives on. I'm glad you guys are doing this. I think it's cool that people are watching it. Like I have, I have like people come up to me all the time who are like new fans of the show, which is cool. Um, and I know a lot of the young people who were too, who were too little when it, had, when it was out before are now in high school are watching it anew. So kind of, I find it exciting that it like, I think it'll continue, you know? And, um, I'm working on a play this fall. I mean, if anybody's in New York, they can come see me. I'm going to be doing Uncle Vanya with Bedlam Theater Company. Oh, awesome. Um, but here in New York City, so that's going to be in the, starting in September. But beyond that, um, I don't know. I have, uh, that's all I guess I could promote. I, my social media, people can follow me at Susanna Wanda. That's my Instagram and Twitter, and you'll see lots of pictures of the most fabulous dog ever if you follow me there. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> I'm in. We're in, yeah. So, yeah, please do that. Awesome. Uh, and one one final question. Uh, wh- if and when you have kids, are you uh, you sitting them down and watching every episode of Gossip Girl? <laughs> um, I'm probably not in the market for kids too much, but, <laughs> if there's a, but if there's a kid around me, I would encourage them to watch it, you know, when they're in high school and have, like, because they feel like, I don't know, I feel like the high school stories are pretty universal, like, that the angst and the passion and the, you know, those kind of... Life or death. Like the perfect heightened drama, life <laughs> or death, that I think is, like, young people can identify with and can get a kick out of, and then older people can be, like, rejuvenated by and you know, also understand those themes. I feel like they're very, I feel like being a teenager, I mean, this kind of the, you know, the age that we travel with the gossip girl guys, you know, through is, is the time when it's kind of the essence of like the human problems, you know? Yep. And like, <laughs> and so you get a little bit of everything that everybody is dealing with, you know? So 
Yeah, if any kids come around me, I welcome them to watch Gossip Girl. <laughs> Perfect. As do I. <laughs> I, I don't. No. Uh, well, Zuzana, thank you so much. And everyone, thanks for listening. We are at Gossip Guys Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Aaron, where can they find you? The worst, the W-R-S-S-T, and that is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm at Wandering Green, green with an E at the end. That's Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us up at gossipguyspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you can email us and, and yell at us for the questions we didn't ask Susanna. Or scream at us in public. That's fine. Please scream at us in public. Uh, and, and yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud, the Classic 3. And, yeah, we will be back in a couple weeks. Five more. Five more. Ooh. Wow. The countdown. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? <laughs> Ask me in five <laughs> episodes, <laughs> all right? I'm winging it. Okay. We're all winging it here. The um, future is tomorrow, but we're going to wait. Is, yeah. Uh, but until next time, XOXO. Gossip, Gossip guys. guys.